0: Hey, two hundred and fifty-six. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm Beth, and I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. So Luke thirteen, we picking up. We're picking up here, and one of the things that I love that Jesus says, He says, "It is not possible for a prophet to perish." Outside of Jerusalem. So Jesus is showing himself as this great prophet mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. come to exposit God's word, to tell them what the kingdom is like and to be the Messiah who's gonna save them from their sins. Right. But he's saying, Yo, I'm really going to Jerusalem to die. Right. Yes.
1: yeah mm. I'm yes. going to die.
2: Yep. Uh so I'm just going to run right to the attention. <laughs>
1: just, just headlong. Just headlong. <laughs> There's
2: certain times where, y'all, we only have about 12 minutes, and there are certain times where we can spend uh, time on each chapter, but then there's certain times where there's certain texts that we come across that are just so Pivotal and foundational That we just gotta rush And spend lots of time there 14 all is All of good God's too, word though. is inspired 14 mm, is, fire. Cost is fire Cause of following Jesus Ooh. Come on All right yeah, 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 a Quick, a quick yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. it
0: No it's just man He talks about him Going to die But he's like Oh y'all know Y'all have to take a cross up. <laughs> right. y'all, know, this is, <laughs> <laughs> y'all coming with me <laughs> right. this, ain't a, this ain't a free ride Now like, Y'all just don't get To just yeah, yeah, tag y'all. along And it'd be, it'd be all yeah, good yeah, yeah. Spectators it's, at the crib No he's like Man like You're gonna have to Take up this cross As you follow me Yes Right and so Count the costs, right? Calculate Um, the costs. And it's like, man, if following Jesus doesn't cost you something, you're probably not following Jesus, Mm. right? Like that's one of the things that I think he's going to bring up over and over here. And uh, Mark Dever, your guy, has this quote, man, I love. He says, salvation is the free gift that costs you everything.
1: Mm. This is so true. Yeah, it's so true. And we're in such a consumer society. One of the things that I hope that the Lord is doing, and I feel like in my gut that the Lord is doing mm. is that really He is just when He just emptied out the church during the quarantine. Right. I mean, like He's yeah. He sent us all home. Right. I mean, like all of you go yeah. to your rooms, <laughs> right, right, and right. and suddenly those sanctuaries empty, and then we're here. We are slowly pushing restart, and we don't even get to start. You know, at a hundred, we right. have to just. But uh, I think that so much of it is. Where where God is working in the church is retraining us and getting us out of that consumer mentality, yes, right, yes. and understanding. No, we come give our lives. Right. Every, there there would have been no concept among these early followers and in the early church of them attending. A service, and mm. then they're going to go home, and that's the church. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and no concept was <laughs> right. it. This was no. I, my entirety of mm. life, yeah. is given over to Jesus. Absolutely, leverage the whole thing. It turned, it is it pay us to come? No, 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 right. no. No, <laughs> right. you lay down yeah, your everything. life for this. Yep. Okay, take us to fifteen. 15. John. All right, we, now we can
0: get We off yeah,
2: right. long enough. Context is everything. It all right. sure is. So first of all, parables. Right, Luke has so many. It's important to set up a little bit of a distinction. A parable is not a fable. A fable is a story that, at the end of the day, common sense knowledge. Right, Tortoise and the Hare. Slow and steady wins the race. Good, right, good. the boy who cried wolf don't lie or a wolf will eat you and nobody will cry at your funeral, right? right. So it's these, <laughs> these things. A parable is this story hmm. that it may start the way that you think that it will, but it doesn't end the way that you do, right? Hmm. So it's meant to reveal this divine knowledge or wisdom that yeah. won't come apart from the gift of the wisdom of God. And so context is key. So it starts off, Jesus, isn't just saying, come and sit down, it's time for a story. It starts off with this. Sinners are coming and the self-righteous are standing on the outside. Absolutely. Tweeting and complaining, yes. right? Yes. Sinners are coming, the self-righteous are complaining and Jesus is saying, y'all come and sit down, let me tell you this story. And he leads off with this thing, right? Lost and found and Lost I'll just and say found. this. First, he talks about you know the lost coin and the lost sheep. Mm-hmm. And man, one of the first things that I wanna say is this: like a lost coin is just as valuable as a found coin. Mm. So when you lose a coin, it doesn't diminish the value. The fact that the coin is lost and somebody is looking for it speaks to its profound worth. Good, I think John. sometimes mm. when we use the word lost, people would think this is an insult and how can you say I'm lost? But when we say folks are lost, we're saying, no, no, listen, you're lost. There is a God that wants you. Yes, He's coming to find you. The only thing worse than being lost is being forgotten. It's exactly. knowing mm-hmm. that nobody is that's, coming to look for oh, you. Yeah, and the good. story starts off saying, yo, this is lost, but Christ says, I'm gonna come to uh-huh. find you. Mm-hmm. And look, there's going to be rejoicing and Jesus is going to speak authoritatively yeah. saying, look, there's rejoicing in heaven. How can he say it? Cause he's like, that's my hometown. I know my that's home. That's where I came from. Yes. I've been there yes. and it's just this yes. pro- profound, God values, loves, cherishes, the law.
1: Oh, I love it. And I love the affection that is shown in several places in mm. these parables, Come on. because I want you to see in the parable of the lost sheep. Do you notice how it says that when he's found the one, he leaves all the others, leaves the 99, right. goes out verse five, when he finds it, he joyfully mm. puts it on his shoulders. On. I mean, this yeah. picture, and the reason why this is so important is because we're about to see it again. Right. This embracing, yeah. this um. touch of the of the of what we know as the the divine and then this human and all our brokenness and then and it's not enough for him to rejoice by himself. Rejoice with me. Rejoice with me. I've 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 found my lost sheep. Then the woman. So once again we talked about and in a couple of sessions ago that this going back and forth so often between this story or this scene involves a man. This scene involves a woman. So this is this woman. She's lost a coin. And she's searching for it carefully. When she finds it, she calls her friends. And in, in Greek, the wording is such that it's girlfriends. Right. She calls her girlfriends and mm. says, rejoice with me uh, because, of, because joy is something mm, that on, is, on. that wells up yeah. in us the more we have someone to share it. Yes, that, that yes, is the so way true. the Holy Spirit works. That when we, that's there's true. a very natural sharing of what of what God has done through his Holy Spirit is right. rejoice with me, right. rejoice with me that in mm. the, it, there is more joy in the presence of God's angels over one sinner who repents. It's so, it's mm. so incredible. And mm. then of course, y'all, there's, there's no, mm. there, this next story of the mm. prodigal, Oh man! it, we are only the next crisis, the next distance from God, whatever it would be, whether we got caught up in our work, right. whether we got caught up in a season of, 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 of heinous sin, whatever mm. it might be, that distance from the Father, that distance, we're only that experience away from everything on that page being brand new again. Mm. All of a sudden, because mm. all of us, we've all been the older brother in the scene, right. and we have all been the prodigal. In mm. one way or another, we have been in all of those shoes. And so there he is, just squandering it, mm. just squandering it. Mm. So, y'all jump in there with me Ugh. in this scene in John, in um, Luke 15, with a prodigal yeah. son. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah, just salvation. That's the thing I just keep mm. thinking about. You know, Luke is going to present Jesus as the Savior in Luke 2. Mm. The Savior is born in the city of David. Mm. Um, we see Acts, right? Salvation is this huge theme, and just how, like, Nobody finds God, God finds us, mm. right? And Jesus tells his disciples to come follow me, but it's only because God came and got each one of us right. out of our sin first that we can even come. Absolutely and yeah. follow him, mm. right? Yeah. Initiator
1: of all things faith. We have yeah. never done- I went through a season of time where I felt like the Holy Spirit was putting on my heart because I would so often tell the Lord that I loved him. I love you, Lord. I love you. I'm sure I said those words this morning. Mm. And there was a season of my life where I felt the Holy Spirit was calling me to say that every time I said it, to say, I love you too. Uh, To remember mm. that I was, it was always responsive. Mm. That we can, anything that is a faith is always responsive. And I I think that one of the points of the prodigal, um, that has gone so far from home and finds himself longing to eat, Mm. uh, the pods that the pigs were eating, that this reorienting of appetite, uh, we, you know, we were made to long for and to desire and to, these are not things that that god wants to stamp out right, yeah. we were made even to crave mm. but he is reorienting our appetite yeah. telling us there is something that once you get a taste of this yeah there's nothing like this yeah. this is and what happens to our appetite yeah. when we leave mm. an appetite for god behind yeah. it, mm. there's no we none of us know how low we could really mm. go
2: yeah and it's an awareness of his sin or his, like he hits desperation yes, he does. and that drives him to the pigs, yes. right? Seeing oh, his yes. own filth. But then verse 16, yep. here's what I love. No, 17, here's what I love. When he came to his <laughs> senses, yes. yeah,
1: here's what that. drives
2: him back home. Yes. Not his badness, but his father's goodness. Yes, yes. How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food? And here I am dying of hunger. So he gets a publicist together <laughs> and he says, all right, here's what you got to do. You've got to admit your fault. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll go to my dad and say, God, I've, dad, I've sinned against you. Talk about how unworthy you are. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. And then talk about how you're going to make things right. All right, make me like a servant and I'll work my way up. Yes. He gets back home, his dad hugs him, and he starts his script. Father, I've sinned. Check. Father, I'm unworthy to be called your son. Check. And before he can talk about, here's what I'm going to do to make things right. The dad's like, "I right, yo, play the music. Get, get the, get the music going. Get you the don't music need going." To do anything. Like no. this is this is it and that's just such a picture. Of God, I remember just being so deep and so far in my sin, and constantly saying, "God, alright, I'm gonna do better this time. I'm gonna, I'm do, gonna better do better. This time. I promise I'm you, I'm never better. gonna do, gonna do it I again. Promise. Never, never, never." Me and too. And God's John. like, "That's not what I'm Mm-mm. trying to. Like, I'm not." God is saying, "John, I'm not after a what. I'm after a who. Exactly. I want you.
1: Exactly. This the affection in this scene. Yeah." Uh, between father and son, mm. that that he's looking off in the that the father is looking for him off in the distance, runs right. to mm. him. Mm. I can just see it in my mind. I can see that robe uh, in the wind behind <laughs> right. him. But one of the things that I love so much, and I, this makes me want to cry every every well, single time I think about it, and so I'm going to try to hold on to it here. But I love that there's the music and the dancing and that he's just like, I mean, just like kissing all over his <laughs> face, just kissing all over his face. And it makes me think of David in in Psalm 51. Uh, David says these words and I, I memorized him many years ago. I memorized this Psalm because I needed it so bad. But David says, "When he says, purify me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I'll be water than snow. Listen to this part. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that Mm. the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Make Mm. me to hear joy and gladness. What is he talking about? Uh. Whose joy and gladness does he want to hear? God's. Mm. He wants to know the same thing the Father shows the prodigal in Luke chapter 15. Don't all of us want to know or need to know that God is glad we're home? Right. That right. he doesn't just like look at the mess you're in and I'm going to tell you something else too. Go shower. You stink. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We think all of this and that we're tolerated right. yeah. and instead because he's just going, are you glad I'm home? Are right. you glad I'm home? Yeah. Are you glad I've repented? Are you glad? Are you? Glad? And the prodigal's not even getting time to say it right. because his father's just smooching all over his face. Right. strike up the band. Give me the ring. Give me the robe. So oh, it's so beautiful. I it's it. so beautiful.
0: Mm. Man, I, I just—I guess one last thing I thought about was just how at the beginning of Luke 15, you know, it talks about the tax collectors and sinners who are approaching him, but also the Pharisees were complaining, mm. "This man welcomes sinners and eats with them." Oh, yeah. And so he's speaking to them as well, right? And so that's why at the end, the older brother's like, "Yes, he didn't do anything to deserve this." That's right. I've been here, and and we just see that. I think Tim Keller says it: repentance is not just repenting of our bad deeds. But also of our self righteousness. Mm. That's so right? good. So, where the older brother needs to repent is of his self righteousness. Yeah. Yes. About trying to get his righteousness from earning the father's inheritance. Right. We can't earn the father's inheritance. It's graciously given oh, to us. That's
1: exactly right. Through Christ. And he, he's saying it to him. You know, he's Everything I have is yours. It's yours. It already was. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let oh. me pray
0: for us. Father, I pray that we wouldn't try to earn our inheritance, God, that we would remember that it's been graciously given to us through the person of Jesus. I pray that for many of us who have squandered the inheritance and we're far from you, God, we thank you that you brought us back home and that you're glad we are home with you and we will be forever. We thank you. It's in your son's name. pray.